the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. We'll get you from point A to point B. But if you're looking for point C, well, buddy, you're on your own. But if you'll wait right here, in just about two minutes, the bus to point C will be coming right by. And now, here's your Ralph Cramden of the Airways, Eric Metaxas! Hey there, folks. This is the Eric Metaxas Show. We are going to play a special Socrates in the Studio event with Stephen Collins. Don't forget to go to SocratesInTheCityPlus.com and subscribe. So you are there in Jordan with your team, including the man you're describing, who was there, not just involved in the Manhattan Project in the 40s, but was was there in New Mexico at the, at this what you're describing the, the Trinity site Oppenheimer calls yeah. it Trinity where they were doing the atomic bomb explosions so this guy was actually there right i mean this is coincidence this is insane to yeah. me that's amazing and so he, he's there he sees this so i took toss it up to him and he's the one that caught it coming up out of the trench and he looked at it. I, it, sa- it sounds like you're making it up. I know you're Yeah, not. I know, I know. Okay. He looks at it, and he says, this looks like Trinitite. I had never heard that word before in my life. I said, what's that? He said, you know, don't you hate it when people say that? If I knew, I, you know, I wouldn't be asking. You know, it's... This melted sand under the tower when they exploded the first atomic bomb, it just melted stuff. He said, this looks like that material. I mean, the idea that you would have someone with you there who is from New Mexico, who actually knows... He's actually from Bellingham, Washington, but he had... Whatever. I want you to be accurate. The fact that you toss this thing up... And he says, looks like Trinitite. Like, that's insane. That's just amazing. It was an so, interesting moment. Because I don't know. <laughs> um, so, just to be clear, when the atomic bombs were detonated in the New Mexico desert, what kind of temperature are we talking about to melt sand into glass? Um, the typical temperature underneath that tower is is, is somewhere uh, in the neighborhood of 20,000, 30,000 degrees Fahrenheit. So like Houston. It's hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
actually, and actually a lot hotter because um, uh, it dissipates pretty quickly. But um, nuclear explosions, atomic explosions, create very intense heat. Okay, so at that moment, your friend says, looks like Trinitite. Because obviously you're saying to yourself, this is 1700 B.C., it, this is, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years, uh, 2,000 years before glazing was invented. So does it occur to you then that this glaze is the result of an insane level of heat? Yeah, I mean, when, before I tossed it up, actually just kind of looking at it, I noticed that the the melted surface glass and Eventually, we find out it is the clay body, the the fabric itself that's melted. And uh, but it was the glass was lapping over the edge of the break by about a millimeter. Now that was strange, because here it's flowing and it stops as it just goes a millimeter over the edge. What, what does that make you think? I don't know. It's, it's not glaze. It's not applied to the pottery. It's the melted pottery itself. Now, now, so the story gets more intense. So anyway, I say to, uh, to him, after he tells me that, this looks like Trinitite. I don't know what that is. He said, you know, it's this. So, well, put the registration number on it. We'll have to have that analyzed back in the U.S., which we did. We got back to the U.S. We carved it up. Well, actually, we didn't. We took it down to New Mexico Tech, a major uh, doctoral university, and... Um, Dr. David Burley, a materials uh, scientist and professor there, took it, sliced it up, prepared it for the uh, scanning electron microscope. Actually, it was one up on that. It was actually a Kamika 100, and, uh, which is like super glorified electron microscope. And um, we took it in and had uh, the USGS scientist running, running the machine. And this right above us in the Museum of Geology... And I didn't know it then, but we went afterwards, went there. Look, right above us is a big display case full of Trinitite. I didn't know that then. But I give it to this lady who happens to be an expert on that. And she, so she gets the little samples that uh, Dr. Burley had so taken you don't and tell, polished. You don't and, tell this woman... <coughs> That this is from 1700 BC. No, she you knows just nothing. give her something to analyze. Right. She knows nothing. And so um, she gets, she's loading in these samples into the machine because what they're going to do, he's coated, coated it with carbon, at, uh, with, uh, uh, yeah, car, I think they coat it with carbon atoms and then they shoot these laser beams through it or whatever. And it tells you exactly what's there. It tells you the chemical composition of everything there. And anyway, so. Um, I hand her the piece that it's cut from. She looks at it. First word out of her mouth. Nice piece of Trinitite. Where did you get it? I said, turn it over. It's pottery. Where did this come from? I said, never mind. Just do the test. Now, I was kind of kidding her because right there on the lab sheet is sample, Tal El Hamam, excavation project, Jordan, and all that. But, um, but that's the first thing. That's the, so that's the second person who knew this material, who's seen it, and their instant reaction was, 
It looks like trinitite. And so um, she does the test. And so here's this screen like this. And so she's zeroing in, looking at stuff. She says, look at this. Uh, this looks like a plagioclase. This is, a, uh, this is melt glass. And see, there's no structure to it. It's just all uh, kind of homogenous. And she so that's the melt glass. That's about a m- couple of millimeters. Let's go underneath it. And she says, so she zeroes in and she blows this thing up. It looks like a basketball on the screen like that. Boom. I said, what's that? No, I'm sorry. It was, it was worse than that. She said, do you know what that is? <laughs> Why do people ask me? <laughs> you know, I, no, I don't. It's, you know, I don't know what that is. She says, uh, that's a zircon crystal. Okay, so inside this piece of pottery. Just below the melt. Because you're, you're, you're talking about there's this melt, but then... In the in the in the pottery that's not melted, right? It's not, within that, right below, right there below is the a glass globule part. of what looks like melted pottery. Well, it's it's a crystal, like zircon is very much like a quartz crystal. All right, little tiny sand grain, and she puts it up there, and here it is. She says, "You know what that is? No, it's a zircon." I said, "How do you know it's a zircon?" Because my machine tells me it's a zircon. I'm shooting a, a beam through it. It's telling me it's a zircon. Okay, it's a zircon. Do you know why it looks like that? I don't like it when people do yeah. this to me. No, I don't. You can she say says, yes, but go ahead. She says, look at it. It's perfectly circular. It lost its angularity. What, why? I said, she said, because it melted. This is a melted zircon. And uh, so we're looking at that going, okay, it's a melted zircon. And I said, what temperature does it take to do that? And remember, it's not on the surface. It's about an eighth inch or more below the, the melt glass on the surface. I said, what temperature does it take to do that? And um, uh, if I recall my numbers right, about 2,800 degrees Celsius. Okay. And uh, she said, but, but look at this one. And she goes over to another one of those. This is a glob. And uh, she said, that's, that's a zircon as well. But look at these other little. So she shows me there's little bubbles inside this zircon. I said, well, what's that? She said, this one boiled. How do you feel? Well, I feel great. One of the reasons I believe I feel better is because I take Balance of Nature's fruits and veggies in a capsule. They've got an amazing story of how this product was developed by Dr. Douglas Howard. It's right there on their website. Balance of Nature receives over a 1,000 success stories every single month. They have hundreds of thousands of customers who've purchased billions of capsules of their fruits and veggies over the past 20 years. You should check it all out on their website. Their products are gluten-free and non-GMO, and they contain no added sugars or synthetics. I think if you're looking for something to make you feel better, naturally, you should definitely give Balance of Nature a try. In fact, order today. Whether you order online or call them direct, you must use the promo code ERIC to get the special offer of 35% off. Call them at 800-2468-751 and use discount code ERIC or order online at balanceofnature.com. Use discount code ERIC to get 35% off. Again, the number 800-2468-751. Use discount code ERIC or balanceofnature.com. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. 
In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time. Anytime you'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar, this puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against the volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out welcome back ladies and gentlemen I now continue my Socrates in the City conversation with Stephen Collins now so I had so logically I'm thinking now wait a minute if this thing is not on the surface it's not in the melt glass it's below the melt glass it's a boiled zircon crystal at 5000 degrees uh, an eighth of an inch at least from the surface of this thing. I said, well, if it's that hot inside, how hot is it at the surface? It has to be an extremely high temperature. I said, give me a figure. <laughs> she said, 15, 20, 30,000 degrees centigrade for a millisecond. For a millisecond. For just... That long. I said, why that long? She said, because if that level of temperature is sustained for even a full second, the whole thing is melted into a glob or vaporized. You know, I know this story well, and yet you're freaking me out. (laughs) This is so amazing. Okay, so in the history of the world, human beings have not been able to create temperatures like this. The only time you have a temperature like this is, you know, on the surface of the sun or... You can't do it... If you you have an atomic bomb, which obviously... uh, So... You can't do it in a kiln. You can't do it in smelting metal. These temperatures cannot be reached in the ancient world, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, or in the modern world until, like, you know, recently. So, you know, at this point... You, you, you're onto something here. Yeah, but I didn't ask for this. <laughs> this is not my fault. I am just an archaeologist. It's just what we found. And so over the years, we started finding bits and pieces of this melt stuff at various places across the site. Okay, not, gotta... go- not buckets and buckets of it, yeah. but some. Yeah. But let me tell you this. On our site grid, the site is so large that we have 13, more than 13,000 six by six meter, that's 18 feet by 18 foot squares, grid squares, survey squares on our site. Over 13,000 of those grid squares on our site. First grid square that penetrated into the Middle Bronze Age found that. That's like finding a hundredth of a needle in a haystack. Um, What that tells me statistically is that the stuff is not rare and that the fact that it even shows up because the whole thing was ground up into powder with these, with the kind of event we now know it is, most things are pulverized 
completely, if not vaporized. And so the only thing that gets left in this destruction matrix is what lands after the event is over. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. When you talk about this destruction matrix, you talk about... So obviously you, you've discovered something where the, 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 the temperature is so hot that it's, it's completely mind-blowing. In other words, at, at this point, you know this is nothing normal. So what conceivably could have caused this? Okay. That's a great question, but I have to add a little bit to it, just a tiny bit. That's one thing. High-temperature proxies yes. or indicators. Yeah. There are 25 more. Over the last six years, uh, when, that, when this part of our project was taken over by a completely independent team of researchers called the Comet Research Group, these are people, these are not people of faith, most of them. A few of them are, but most of them are not. Is this what they ended are, up being the Nature Magazine article? Yes, they are astro- So about two, two years ago or so, yeah. Nature Magazine, one of the premier peer-reviewed journals in the world... Published this. Published about this. Yeah, and they studied it for about six years, and um, they came up with it. By the way, they're about ready to publish a follow-on, and but it wasn't just that; it was shocked quartz. They had shocked quartz that showed that the and the pressure to create this to shock a piece of quartz, and I can't technically go into it, uh, but. I asked Alan, one of the lead researchers, I said, what kind of, give me a PSI. You know, I know what my car says, you know, 33 PSI on my car tires. Give me a PSI. 900 and, I'm sorry, 750,000 PSI. Gesundheit. Um, so, so seven, pressure again. I mean, that's that's pressure. a level of pressure again. What, yeah. what in the world are we supposed to compare that to? Like, yeah. what what in the world? What, you know, you like, don't, you don't. I don't. Not in this world. Um, so, what else? Iridium. Anybody ever study uh, asteroid impacts? What's one of the key signatures of an asteroid impact? These are Iridium. mostly uh, oil and cattle people here. Yeah. <laughs> but. But, uh, okay, let me give you another one. Osmium. Osmium is not found. It's not just a rare earth element. It's a not earth element. It's not even found on this planet. Osmium is, is, is another, it's a smoking gun. We have iridium, osmium, high platinum, high iron, high 
I mean, just go off the list of things that aren't supposed to be in a, in a garden variety destruction layer, and it's not above and it's not below. It's just in that layer, 26 proxies that only can be produced by one phenomenon. There's a, now, before you say that what the phenomenon is, uh, the other thing, again, as, as, a, as a lay person who's, who doesn't discuss iridium, um, <laughs> you talk about a city like this, and you, you talk about the walls of the city. And you, what, you, what you say in the, in, in the book, and I probably say in my book, is that gigantic walls... Of what, tw- twelve foot yeah, thick brick this, walls? Yeah, the city walls, five to six were, meters thick, were somehow like wet tissue paper, gone. So, what does it take? What kind of force would it take for a twelve foot thick wall to be instantly wiped out? Yeah. What so, are we talking about? What could do that? Well, it wouldn't. It, you could do it with less than 750,000 PSI. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the upper city, uh, the lower city, we have almost no mud brick on the, on the Middle Bronze Age walls. On the upper city, we have anywhere from 10 to 12 to 15 courses of mud brick. But these are buildings that have meter thick or two meters plus thick walls, and they're all sheared off kind of at the same level. What's interesting about that is you would think, okay, if the city was abounded and all this stuff melted and it just um, disappeared normally, where would the stuff go? It would go down the slope, down the hill, down, down to a lower... It would pool in a lower area. Remember that little area that we excavated, that very first probe in the swale in the low part, right below the palace where you probably have a four or five-story building? We're, that's where it would go. Do you remember what I said? We got under the Iron Age and we hit the destruction matrix and there's no melted, decomposed mud brick detritus. If that city melted away, where'd all the mud brick... To try this go. Okay, so to, to cut to the chase, there. we have to go to Tunguska, Siberia. What do the scientists in Nature who published this and others, whatever, when they say, well, we've got to explain this, their explanation, what do they call it? An airburst? A, a meteoritic airburst event. A meteoritic airburst event? Or it's also okay. called a bolide event. Okay, which is what? Uh, when, a, when a large space fragment comes into the atmosphere... An asteroid, a meteor. could be an asteroid fragment, could be a meteor of some kind, a stony asteroid. But not that, but not that large, metallic. like what, 200 feet diameter? Yeah, not, you know, it doesn't have to be football stadium a size. Lot smaller than this room. I mean, but these are the kinds of things, these are extinction-level events, many of them. And they've happened all over, throughout Earth's history. Not that frequently, thankfully. We haven't experienced but 65, one in our lifetime. 65 million yeah. years ago, yeah. this happened, dinosaurs. wiped out the dinosaurs. So, so, about so ten, and about 10,000 years ago, wiped out the uh, megafauna of the great, you know, the woolly mammoths and the saber-toothed tigers, and all of that happened in North America. Another Im- impact okay. event. One of these happened in 1908. Tunguska, Siberia. Tunguska, Siberia. Very remote location. But talk about that, because that's, um, that, that's what people say, like, yeah. what happened then, that's what had to have happened. So this happened then. 
and, and this is all a function of mass. How big is it? How heavy is it? Uh, trajectory. Is it coming in straight through the atmosphere? Is it coming in shallow? Uh, and velocity. So you have an object coming in at tens of thousands of miles an hour that's big enough and coming in at a shallow enough angle where it comes through a lot of atmosphere and it's heating, 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 heating. And at a point it goes within a second, it goes from, because it's going to go from the top of the atmosphere to the surface in less than two seconds. That's how fast it's going. It's like, what, 35,000 miles an yeah, hour? Yeah, or plus. If it's an asteroid fragment, it could be going like 80,000 miles So it's about hour. like 200 feet in diameter. Yeah, it's big. And it's moving at that speed. At that speed. And at a point, the heat gets so great that in just a second, it moves from solid to liquid to gas to plasma. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Hey, this is Eric Metaxas. For years, I've told you about Nutramedics, a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993. Nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles. Whether you want to support your immune system, improve your sleep, promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing $100 million in giving by by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC during checkout. Go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles. Support your health while helping others in need. Go to Nutramedics. That's N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Again, Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com. Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. When you were young and your heart was an open book. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I now continue my Socrates in the City conversation with Stephen Collins. The end result of all of that research, and it's still ongoing, is that this thing came in at a shallow angle from the southwest. It blew up as it just got into maybe one kilometer or so above the north end of the Dead Sea, exploded, and completely wiped out everything in that, in that area. This is, and, and, of course, in the paper, they superimposed the Tunguska destruction over the top of our site to show the similarity okay, so Tunguska, of the amount of destruction. Tunguska is 1908. Happens in Siberia. Let me and let me describe that. Twenty five hundred square kilometers of trees burned and splayed out. Okay, the, just because I happen to know it, and I think it's interesting, 
So in an instant, in 1908, because of a 200-foot uh, diameter something coming into the atmosphere, exploding at that heat, 80 million trees are instantly flattened. So this is like an inconceivable event. And all the scientists who studied this site said that's the only explanation for what could have caused this. Yes. And, and people are welcome to have at it with all kinds of other explinations, but um, we're pretty confident. Or we they're know what they're, they're pretty confident that you're not going to come up with something that can account for all of these indicators. Well, that, what's so fascinating to me is that <laughs> even in the article, in the Nature article, all of these secular scientists say we have to mention Sodom and Gomorrah. I told them not to do it. I mean, can you imagine the Christian guy telling the secular scientists, don't mention Sodom and Gomorrah? Yeah, I just, you know, these guys are just, they're scientists. And they tell me all the time, Malcolm LeCompton, they just tell me, you know, we're not Bible, I'm not a Bible person. You know, I'm only in this because NASA is going to ask me what happens when one of these things happens. And we want to know what to tell them if this thing happens over L.A. or New York. There won't be one. And so um, they want to know the data. And so they tell me that. But um, they were going to publish this thing, and, and, and they knew what I thought, and they knew what the Bible said. And so they said, well, we want to mention that this could, we're going to ask the question, could this possibly have been the event in the Bronze Age that gave rise to the Sodom lore that eventually found its way into the Bible? That's all they said. That's all they asked. Okay? I said, don't do it. Why? We would be, we'll be considered remiss if, if there's a historical text out there that talks about an airburst, fire and burning stone, not brimstone, fire and burning stone out of the heavens that destroys this whole area, and we're in the right area in the right time frame. If we don't mention that, they're going to say we're not very good researchers. We didn't do the historical side. We only did the science side. So I said, don't do it. Please don't do it. Why? Because if you do it, I said, you just publish the science. Let me handle the other side. I'll mention the science. I'll put, those, I'll put two and two together. Just don't do it yourself. Because I just promise you there, there will be problems. Well, guess what they didn't want to do? They didn't want to leave it out. They put it in there. They asked the question, could this be, could this be the event that gave rise to the story of Sodom in the Bible? Okay. Um, but I will say, uh, in fairness to them, um, this became, still is, the most accessed scientific paper in the history of scientific papers. What? I didn't know that. In the first year, it went to 750 downloads. 750,000 downloads. Usually, usually papers get like 750, right? Or 75. 750,000. It's shooting toward a million already. And uh, it, we got really, really great response all over the world, except for a handful, even less than a handful of scientists. Who, and it's not just our, this thing. The scientists who pushed back on it pushed back on everything this other group publishes. 
they get vitriolic, they go ad hominem on you, they, they, they really get nasty. Because, and let me tell you, the number one propagator of this vitriol, whom I knew already as one of the world's leading experts on airburst events, I knew this. In 2007, when we took that thing down to Dr. Burley at New Mexico Tech and had that analysis done, at the the same month, I contacted this individual because he worked at Sandia National Laboratories right there in Albuquerque where we live. I contacted him. And I said, we may have some kind of an airburst event here. You're one of the leading experts on that. I would like you to do the to come and take take samples and do the analysis. Would you Would you do it? Mike Lindell and My Pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever. When you use promo code Eric and you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb. Dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow pillow.com use promo code eric again mypillow.com use promo code eric remember you get free shipping on your entire order you can call 800-978-3057 800-978-3057 use promo code eric mike lindell and my pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support to thank you they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code eric and you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Again, MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Remember, you get free shipping on your entire order. You can call 800-978-3057. 800-978-3057. Use promo code ERIC. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I now continue my Socrates in the City conversation with Stephen Collins. He said, let me think about it. He emailed me back later and he turned me down flat. And I know why he turned me down flat. Because it doesn't take too much investigation to find out that I take the Bible seriously. And he didn't want any part of that. I think that's the reason. But anyway, so now look at this. He turned, he turned down the opportunity to be the lead scientist on this investigation. And now he's the biggest pushback opponent of that paper. And I emailed him and I said, you know what? This sounds like jealousy to me. You had the opportunity. You haven't published a scientific paper of worth in 20 years. These young guys, these new guys are taking over and you can't stand it. Wow. 
Um, I think we're out of time. Uh, we have to go to our sponsor, Texaco, is sponsoring the hour this hour. Uh, is there anything that we have left out as we close here? Because this is, I mean, there's so much. We could go on for hours. It's so fascinating to me. It's so extraordinary to me. And the, the weirdest part of all is that you're from New Mexico. <laughs> the idea that people familiar with Trinitite. I mean, it, it, it's just hilarious. It's hilarious. And by the way, the little piece, the piece of that first piece yeah. we found, actually recently, uh, 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 Japanese National Television, NHK, did a big, is doing a big documentary, and they actually took that piece and took it down to the Trinity site. So it actually went full circle all the way down to the Trinity site um, to meet Is that the piece that you let, me, you let me hold? Yeah. That's the piece you let me hold, and I, yeah. I have a picture on my phone right here. I got to hold this piece uh, in my hand, and it's just, uh, I shouldn't say this, but I chip, chipped some off and took it home, because I, I just feel, <laughs> no, it is so, the whole story is so amazing, and we've just hit the highlights, but if ever anybody, uh, you know, wondered, you know, whether the Bible might be history, The idea that something that happens in the first couple of chapters of Genesis, because most people, I think, would say, well, if it happened, we're certainly not going to be able to find it through archaeology. That's just crazy. It's crazy. Here's here's how I would wrap it up. I would say, and and because we're, you know, we've been talking about explosions and that's the the neat stuff, right? How bad was the destruction? Um, But the archaeology is still very powerful. We now know Tal Hammam is the largest continuously occupied Bronze Age city north and east of the Dead Sea. In fact, the largest continuously occupied Bronze Age city in the entire southern Levant. There was a period of over 500 years when Tal Hammam was the only city or city-state operating in the southern Levant. Now, here's what I'm saying. Remember that blank map we had? Nobody put anything on this map. The, Bible, the, the geog- geographies that are written of this area are, is blank. And here's what I say. If the archaeologists and the cartographers, historians, had paid attention to the Sodom narratives, they would have discovered, and taken the Sodom narrative seriously, they would have discovered this wonderful civilization a long time ago. Because it is the biggest, it's the biggest one. I say, if you try to study uh, the, the southern Levant without Tal al-Hammam, it's like trying to study uh, Texas without Dallas and Fort Worth, France without Paris. I mean, it, it, it is the biggest, most important city in the southern Levant for most of the Bronze Age. So if they'd paid attention to the Bible, they would have found it a long time ago. But they didn't pay attention to the biblical text, and they didn't even go looking, and they never found it. We paid attention to the biblical text. We went to that area. We did our due diligence and research on the ground, and now in the ground over 16 years. And the end result was we found it. We found it, and now the world knows about that great civilization. I just want to say, because we do have to close, but we didn't mention this, but... Talk just for 60 seconds about the gate 
of Sodom. I mean, this is like, this is a mind-blowing archaeological discovery. We haven't even touched on it. Can you just give us a moment, because I hope people will read the book. Um, we, uh, the Bible says in, in Genesis 19 that Lot sat in the gateway of Sodom. When the Bible mentions something specific, uh, like a piece of architecture, I mean, that's something you, as an archaeologist, you key on, and that's kind of your, becomes part of your wish list. Oh, I really hope we find that. I want to find that gate, because it's actually mentioned in the Bible. Well, we, we worked, and we worked on our lower, uh, the lower city, uh, field LA, we call it, and we, we kept working, doing trench after trench after trench, working from west to east. Actually, we worked both directions. But we're moving to the east, new trench every year, you know, six more meters, here we go. And for six years... We, were, we had this area where we were eating our lunch. Uh, all, that's where we always set up. And so for six years, we were eating our lunch. But finally, the trenches went right and, and gobbled up our lunch area. And what did we discover underneath our lunch area? The gate to the city. The gateway to the city. In fact, Carol... Wave your hand again. Carol was the, was the supervisor of the excavation of the gate area, and I've never heard an archaeologist shriek and scream like Carol did, not because we discovered the gate, because we, we, we had some of our Jordanian team over there, and, and one of the members was kind of known as the bulldozer, and he could really move dirt, and he's moving stuff, and they're excavating, and Carol's running around, no, no, don't touch it, don't, leave, don't touch that stone and leave it. And, uh, yeah, drove her crazy. But what did we discover? Oh, the first discovery of a pillared entry hall to a city. Uh, a gateway, yes, but not the standard classic gateway you usually get. It's a, it's a palatial uh, columned hallway that goes into the city. Uh, and, we, uh, and our architect, Dr. Lane Rittmeyer, connected that to the Minoan civilization. So it has a unique perspective. To discover... Not just, you know, biblical Sodom and biblical Gomorrah, but to discover the gate of the city where Lot sat, I would say you could retire now. (laughs) I think it is so amazing to me. We really are out of time. I want to exhort you folks. um, There are limited books uh, back there. Uh, We will sit here if you want us to to sign them. Um, if you can't get one back there, you can go to SocratesInTheCity.com and you can get books at SocratesInTheCity.com. In fact, you should go to SocratesInTheCity.com because there are so many fascinating conversations, sort of like this one. Dr. Collins, I cannot begin to thank you enough. Uh, so thank you. Welcome back. I'm talking to Robert Netsley right now, who is with Inspire Investing. Robert, um, I can't help but get excited about what you've created, an opportunity for people to find out if their money is funding wicked things, if they have money in a, in a 401k or retirement fund, whatever it is, that is invested in companies that are doing evil things, that, that is promoting pornography, promoting abortion, promoting any number of things or ideologies with your money, folks. So Robert Nestle has created something where you can get a free report that tells you um, where your money is, and they will help you get your money into companies 
that are doing good things. So you have to go to inspireadvisors.com slash Eric, inspireadvisors.com slash Eric. You get a free report, but this is something I, I, you know, Robert, I guess it just gives me hope that it's possible to turn things around in America. Cause when I think of how much money people have invested out there, if they would understand what's going on and shift that money to good stuff, it's just huge. It's just absolutely monstrous. Like what, what is it's enormous. It's enormous. And we are seeing uh, fruit from that labor. Uh, it's, it's remarkable. Um, it doesn't have to even be trillions of dollars to, to change things. I've, I've been on the phone, you know, in recent weeks, you know, with uh, investor relations and CFOs and, and whatnot, we regularly engage with companies that we invest in or are uh, like to invest in or kind of just speaking biblical truth to corporate power. And, you know, one of the things we hear is uh, often that, um, number one, these people have never heard, they tell us they've never heard from a faith-based investor before. They've been doing their job for 20, 30 years. You know, executive major organizations never heard from a faith-based investor. So number one, they need to hear our voice. Number two, they're thankful to hear it. Even in some of these sort of, you know, woke businesses, you think that this don't care. There are people in the, in those businesses of influence that actually do care about what we have to say and oftentimes have enough influence to change things. So, for instance, Costco stopped giving money to gay pride parades. Chevron stopped giving money to Planned Parenthood. There's a, a laundry list of other organizations that, that have, have changed things. That is Praise unbelievable. God. Robert, that, that is unbelievable. It is so wonderful. I want to tell people, folks. What you do and don't do, it, it, you can change the world if you take an interest in this. When I hear that a company like Costco would stop giving money to something like that or Chevron, these are huge, huge companies. And you shop there, uh, your money may be invested there. When we get involved in these things, we can change the world. So I, I want to say that the action point is go to invest. I'm sorry, inspireadvisors.com slash Eric inspireadvisors.com slash Eric. You'll get a free report that will help you uh, figure this out. And I know, Robert, that you guys will will, will help people if they want to transition uh, to invest in companies that believe in their values. But this is a, this is a gigantic thing um, that we, we, we have. I mean, it's to me scandalous when we have power and we don't use that power. It's like when I say, I'm not going to vote. Uh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. When you don't do those things, the people who don't share your values, who share opposite, who have opposite values, they're going to prevail. So uh, I just want to say to you, Robert, thank you for for, for taking this on uh, because it is game changing. Like you said, it's a movement. The, the more people that do this, um, it, it's an amazing thing when we think of the money that is out there that that, that many people of faith with traditional values have invested in woke companies, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to do something about it. You've, you've just got to do something about it. This is like a mandate that we've got to live our faith out in every sphere and where your money is. That's a big deal. So please go to inspireadvisors.com slash Eric. This is a free report. Inspireadvisors.com slash Eric. Robert Netsley, thank you. Pleasure. Thank you, Eric.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.